0: For we'll the revealing truth. You don't have to run you can drop your this is WCNO Hong City. The good news station.
1: Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth Radio Broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. This week, Pastor Jason will be speaking on the love of the Father. So grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you.
2: I mean, when LeBron went down the court, and he slammed that ball down there that went the ball went down through the net that everybody in that arena jumped to their feet they spit all over everybody beer went on the floor food went everywhere mustard was on people's shirts they were screaming like a bunch of lunatics they were a little bit enthusiastic about the possibility of the Miami Heat finally being able to beat the Dallas Mavericks hmm come on somebody talk to me amen but how many know we come to church and everybody wants to withdraw let's just withdraw from the one that's bigger than any basketball game we start worshiping god at 10 o'clock how many know from 10 o'clock to 10 30 that part is for jesus that's the part of the service that we offer up to him half the church don't get here till 10 30. i'm just being honest with you it's no skin off my back the worship is for jesus when we get in here and we got this worship team up here singing, that's for Jesus. That's why church starts at 10 o'clock. Come on somebody, amen. We'll get excited about games like that. We'll get excited about politics. We'll get excited about all this stuff, but when we come to church, we just want to withdraw. Well, I'm worshiping in my spirit. This is how I worship. And we withdraw from the one that's bigger than any ball game, bigger than any election, bigger than any calls. No enthusiasm. Hmm? You want to sit in church and say, well, I love Him in my heart. He knows my heart. He knows I'm a fan. He knows I'm a big JC fan. Hmm. hmm? I have to be dignified we don't want everybody dancing and running in a church because that scare people off hmm no 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 somebody help me this morning amen we all open up our mouth today and declare that we are in love with him I declare I'm in love with Jesus everywhere I go people think I got my head on backwards sometimes every time I walk in a store I sing as loud as I can I hit the high notes, even if it's off key, and I just talk I'm singing praises to Jesus. I hope they look at me. I hope they look. I hope they comment. That Jehovah's Witness come to my door yesterday. Her and her son, all dressed up, man. I mean dressed up. I studied, I was four hours into studying for this message. They picked the wrong time to ring my doorbell. I opened up the door and she started in and she started to pull her little thing out. I said, Wait a minute. So are you Jehovah's witness??" She said, yes, I am. I said, praise the Lord Jesus Christ. I am so glad you came to my house today. I've been praying that God would bring you by here. God sent you by here to get you set free. Listen, lady, you are in a cult. You have been lied to. The church that you're in has deceived you. They have got you under a spell. And if you'll give me one minute, if you'll just give me one minute, God will set you free this morning right here on my doorstep. And she said, well, if you're not going to listen to me, I'm leaving. I said, don't leave, honey come back and she went down my sidewalk with her little 10 year old son and they were going by the car and i said hey come back and then she didn't look at me so i started speaking in tongues in the middle of my neighborhood i said shut up in the name of jesus lord jesus christ i declare over this woman's life that she is set free from this cult that she is broken over her life lord i pray god that she don't burn in hell that her little son don't burn in hell she couldn't walk fast enough down the road. The guy across the street came out from the front door. that was another Jehovah's Witness. And he said, what's going on? I said, sir, I need to tell you about Jesus. He looked at me and took off down the road. You know why? Because I'm enthusiastic about my father who loves me. Hmm. Now two things will happen. They'll never come to my house again. Or she won't be able to sleep at night. And the Holy Ghost had put some conviction on her and a little bit of doubt in her. And the next time she's at the kingdom hall and they say something, that thing's going to come up against something on the inside of her spirit. That said, well, that didn't sound right. I said, I passed your church. It's right up there on Edwards Road. All you got to do is take Selvitz and turn right. We're having church tomorrow at 10. Please come. Hmm. You know, they might think you lost your mind, but that's okay. They might think you're strange, that's okay. They might treat you like you ain't got no sense, but that's okay. I'm in love with my father, and because I'm in love with my father, I care whether or not people go to hell. You know how to tell how much somebody really loves God because their enthusiasm overcomes them so much that everywhere they go, they want to talk about Jesus. When they look at people, they look at people that are potential Citizens of heaven. That's how they see them. Because how many of you know, every time you encounter somebody in your job, every time you encounter somebody in your neighborhood, if they don't know Jesus, they have a destiny in a lake of fire, and that's true. And if you choose to ignore that, I don't want to offend anybody. Listen ladies and gentlemen, Jesus didn't ignore it. He lived it and died for it, amen? He said, I want you to love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, your mind, and all your strength. I want you to love your neighbor as you love yourself. I mean, our love is pictured in three different dimensions. We love God with everything that we are. We love ourselves with everything that we are. And we love our neighbors with everything that we are. And we do it because of who he is. You can't say you love God and hate people. It's a contradiction of terms. It's impossible. You cannot say you love God and hate a person. I don't care what they've done. You can hate what they've done, but you cannot hate the person if you love God. If you hate a person, then the love of God is not in you. I didn't write the book. God did. If you're getting offended over it, take it up with the Lord. Amen. You can't say you're in love with God, but then I don't want to be around them. I don't like the color of their skin. I don't like their dialect, or I don't like the part of town they're from. Mm-hmm. There ain't no love of God in you if you talk that way. My God, you can't do it. It's impossible. You can't say, I love God, and then say, I don't love people. Because if the love of God is in you, you're going to love everybody. I mean, you've got to come to a point in your life where you quit condemning yourself and you quit judging yourself and you've got to learn to let love capture your heart and let that love flow through you and just begin to love people. So when I get up and I look at the mirror, I can just say, look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done. Marvelous work. Marvelous work. He's brought me out of where I used to be and He's taken me to a place where I am today. Hallelujah. I might have used to been bound. I might have used to sneak around, but praise God He set me free and I'm not bound anymore The Bible says he that the son sets free is free indeed And listen, I'm I am I'm really seriously talking about over-the-top love I'm talking about over-the-top love Crazy kind of love, that's what God expects from us. Everything you got on the inside of you, kind of love. I'm not talking about tempered love with restraint. Love is not restraining. That's a bogus line that's been passed down through traditions of religion. Over-the-top love impacts and changes lives. How I many know there was a guy in the Bible who was a shepherd over on the backside of a hill and nobody wanted this guy. His daddy had forgotten about him when the prophet came to anointing king over his house, came to anoint a king from the house. His daddy sent him out in the backfield to tend with the sheep, didn't even call him in. When the prophet said, bring all your sons in, he left him out taking care of the sheep. Jesse was supposed to have all the sons there, but he left David out tending the sheep. David said, I might have been a child that wasn't wanted, they not have let me come in when the prophet comes to the house but i'm on the back side of the hill and i'm worshiping my jehovah i'm writing songs to my king and i'm going to sing my praises to my god and i'm going to let my voice be heard whether anybody else can hear me or not i'm going to jump and i'm going to dance and i'm going to shout and i'm going to sing i will bless him at all times his praise will continually be in my mouth my soul shall make thy boast in thee O lord the humble will hear of Thee, and be glad!
1: Hello, Bob Tarbus again. We will get back to today's message with Pastor Jason in just a moment. But first, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about some exciting ways that you can support the Revealing Truth radio show. As many of you know, there are substantial costs to producing, editing, and airing a broadcast program. So in an effort to offset some of these costs, we are looking for radio partners that have a desire to see this program continue every day at 1130 AM. Our goal is to raise the monthly support needed to keep this message on the air. Maybe you can commit to $5 per month, maybe $20 or even $100 per month. You may just want to make a one-time gift for any amount or you may want to have underwriting spots on the program. I ask that you pray and seek the Lord for what you can do. If you hear the call from the Lord to partner with us, please contact Beverly Young at 772-461-8555. Again, please contact Beverly Young at 772-461-8555. Thank you so much for whatever you can do to keep us on the air. And now, let's get back to this timely message with Pastor Jason
2: Baumgartner. Don't tell me it's not good to be enthusiastic. When David got a chance later on when he was king to bring the Ark of the Covenant... Back to Jerusalem, when he got a chance, the Bible says, he took off his crown, he took off his clothes, and he stripped down to his underwear. He took off all the kingly garments, and he began to dance, and he began to worship, and magnify the Lord. All the way to the city. There was some crazy church people there, too. One of them was his wife, Michael. Sitting up in a tower looking at her husband down there dancing in his underwear. Hmm. She said, You're the king. What's the matter with you? You're the one that's supposed to be wearing the royal crown and the royal robes. You're out there dancing like an idiot. You've disgraced yourself, David. In front of all the slaves you disgrace. You look like a fool. You look like you don't have any education, like you don't know what you're doing. Don't you know you're making yourself a mockery to the whole nation of Israel by dancing the way you're dancing in your underwear in front of the Ark of the Covenant? All you're doing is drawing attention to yourself. David looked at her and he said, honey, you may be my valentine, but let me tell you something, I'm going to be even more exaggerated tomorrow. You think this is crazy now? Wait till tomorrow, baby doll. Mm -hmm. If you're going to be here tomorrow, I'm going to worship more than I worship today. I'm going to dance more than I dance today. I'm going to run and jump and scream and shout more than I did today. Why? Because Jesus Christ is my King and my Savior. He's my Father God in heaven. I wish somebody would shout this morning. Hallelujah. I just wonder what would happen at your house if you just would for 30 seconds just forget everything that's going on in your life and forget everybody looking at you and forget about what everybody thinks and forget about what everybody says if you could just lose consciousness just for 30 seconds. And not be worried about your money, not be worried about your kids, not be worried about your life. I wonder if just for 30 seconds, if you would lose consciousness to that stuff and begin to dance and shout in your house and lift up the name of Jesus, what kind of victory you might have this week. We are so intimidated. Well, I can't do that. There is victory in your shout. You get into a place where you just realized that you're alone with God and that He reached down inside of a pit and He plucks you up out of that pit and He cleans your tail up and sets your feet up on solid ground. That's a reason to shout. I can tell some of y'all are getting thrilled about this. The roots of our lives have got to go deep and wrap around the love of God. How many of you know there's a story in the Bible called the prodigal son? It's a story It's a story about the youngest boy in the house, and he wanted what he wanted when he wanted it. He didn't want to wait for it. The father said, son, you're not ready. Let me, let me process you a little bit. Stay home a little bit longer. i got to teach you a few more things. Just, just work the process. And the boy said, no, I want what's mine, and I want it now. The Bible says he took his inheritance and he left home, and he, and he came to the point where he had all these friends and all these people hanging out with him. Everybody wanted to hang out with him because he had money. I mean, when you got money, you got a lot of friends. They wanted to hang out with him because he knew how to have a good time. But the story goes on to tell us that he came to an end. He came to an end. How many recognize that sooner or later, everything in life comes to an end? You know why? Because nothing in this life can truly satisfy you. No relationship, no amount of money, no drug, no pill, no alcohol, no club, no source, can ultimately satisfy you. That like God-shaped whole in you, only Jesus can satisfy. The story goes on to say that he found himself in a pig pen, and while he was there, he came to his senses. See, ladies and gentlemen, listen to this very carefully. If you get one thing, they get this. Sin is nothing more than mistaken identity. Let me try that again. Sin is nothing more than mistaken identity. So if sin is manifesting in your life, then that ought to clue you into the fact that you really don't know who you are. There are people that have not yet woke up to who they really are. They got a glimpse. They got a vision. They got a bit of a dream. But they're living their life in the crisis of identity. They really don't know who they are. So sin keeps manifesting in their lives. They have two days of victory, one day of defeat. Three days of victory, two days of defeat. Two steps forward, one step back. They find themselves three or four times a week in a crisis of identity. The Bible says he got up and said, I'm going back to my father's house. At least there, if I'm a slave in his house, I'll be treated and living here with all these pigs and the pig pen. And here's what's amazing to me. I want to change the story. I'm not going to change the text, but I want to change the perspective of this story. Because when we tell this story, we talk about the prodigal son. But how many know there's another prodigal in this story? That word prodigal, the definition of the word prodigal means extravagant. It means overboard or excessive. That's what that word means. Excessive. Extravagant. Over the top. Overboard says he took his inheritance and he was overboard with it. He blew it all. He was excessive with it. He didn't manage it properly. And it brought him to his ruin. It brought him to a pig pen. But there's another prodigal in this story. It's the father. It's the father that was overboard. And excessive in his love for his son. Hear me this morning, church. He was extravagant with his love for a wayward son. He wasn't condemning. He wasn't preaching. He just loved him. He loved him from the deep, deep recesses of his heart. And when his son was not looking for him, the father was standing on the front porch every day looking for the son to come home. Every day, the dad would walk outside and he would look for the son. He knew that sooner or later that his boy was coming back. He said, I know he's coming back. I know my son's coming back and I'm going to stand right here on this porch and I'm going to wait for him. And when he comes back, the first thing I'm going to do is give him a new pair of sandals. Hmm. See, to us, when we hear sandals, we think about, well, that's just beach attire. We're going to go down to the beach and put our sandals on. Well, how many know during the times when Jesus was telling this story about the prodigal son, only people that had an inheritance wore sandals. Slaves walked around on the streets barefooted. And if you didn't have shoes on your feet, then you were a slave. And his daddy said, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to put sandals on his feet so that everybody knows that he has an inheritance. That he's not some slave. So that they know he's got standing in my family again. The people that were the onlookers out there standing around said, why do you want to bring him back here? Look what he did. He wasted all your money. He's wasted his life. He's been partying. He's a mess. Why are you going to bring him back in here? He's just going to bring destruction back in your home. He spent his whole life on riotous living. Why are you giving him standing again? The father said, well, I wouldn't if I wasn't a prodigal father. If my love wasn't excessive, if my love wasn't over the top, if my love wasn't extravagant, I wouldn't. But I'm extravagant in my love. The father didn't even bother to take off the boys' clothes. He didn't even bother to take off the clothes that had pig poop and doo-doo all over it. He came down and he put a robe over him and he covered him up. He didn't say, get undressed so I can redress you. He just said, get me a robe. And he wrapped the robe around the sun and around the stench of the pig pen. And he put his robe on him. And he let everybody know that he covered up that mess with his love. Nobody can see your mess anymore. Nobody can talk about your mess anymore. He's covered it with his royal robes. They said, come here, boy. Let me take the ring of my authority put it back on your finger. Why? Because Jesus never makes you prove anything. Jesus never makes you prove anything. He takes you like you are. He takes you in the middle of your stuff, and He leads you to where you need to be. That's a prodigal father. There are people that you've been prodigals in your life, you don't know how to love God extravagantly. You've taken gifts, and you've taken talents and your abilities, and you've taken things that have been taught by your parents, and you've wasted them in your life. It might not have brought you to a pig pen, but it certainly brought you to some things in your life that you've realized that something's got to change in your life, and you're just not satisfied anymore with where you are. That's a good place to be, ladies and gentlemen, because I want you to know something today. There's a prodigal father, and he's standing on the porch. And He's waiting on you to come home. And His love is extravagant for you. His love is excessive for you. His love is over the top for you. His love is more than enough for you. He's waiting on you today. You don't have to close your eyes. You don't have to bow your heads today. All you have to do is say, Father God, I receive your love in my life. Listen, if you come to Jesus today, and you say, "Ah, I, I, I keep making a mess out of things. I'm going to pray with you. Because the Father wants to pour His love out in your life. You said, Pastor, are you inviting me not to go to hell and go to heaven? Yes, that's part of it. But mostly I'm inviting you to experience the love of your Father. I'm inviting you to know Him. I'm inviting you to have a revelation of Him without fully comprehending who He is. To know the depth and the height and the width of His love. Father God, thank you for loving me. Thank you for changing me. I give you my life, wholly and completely to you. Do whatever you want. I belong to you. I'm yours. Thank you, Jesus, for your extravagant love. For changing my heart, for covering my mess, for putting a ring on my finger, and making me yours. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Thank you for joining us today for The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Bumboecker hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday at 1130 a.m., right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981, and ask for your free copy of The Love of the Father. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. Hello, Bob Tarbus again. We will get back to today's message with Pastor Jason in just a moment. But first, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about some exciting ways that you can support the Revealing Truth radio show. As many of you know, there are substantial costs to producing, editing, and airing a broadcast program. So in an effort to offset some of these costs, we are looking for radio partners that have a desire to see this program continue every day at 1130 AM. Our goal is to raise the monthly support needed to keep this message on the air. Maybe you can commit to $5 per month, maybe $20 or even $100 per month. You may just want to make a one-time gift for any amount or you may want to have underwriting spots on the program. I ask that you pray and seek the Lord for what you can do. If you hear the call from the Lord to partner with us, please contact Beverly Young at 772-461-8555. Again, please contact Beverly Young at 772-461-8555. Thank you so much for whatever you can do to keep us on the air. And now, let's get back to this timely message with Pastor Jason
2: Baumgartner. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network,
3: go to www.destinynetwork.org. The Women of Valor and Value presents their first conference in Port St. Lucie to celebrate women at the Civic Center. Powerful women of prayer coming together in unity for their destiny and purpose. Come and receive healing as God's powerful Word releases you into the fullness of your inheritance so that you will live your life victoriously. Anointed Praise and Worship, Prophetic Dancing by Mission in Motion, Two Anointed Speakers. Save the Date, Thursday, May the 3rd at 6 p.m. Come and be empowered to bloom into your destiny. This event is free, but registration is required. Call 772-261-7011 or email Value at aol.com. Don't forget to sign in on Facebook. To everything there is a season and a time for every purpose under heaven. Ecclesiastes 3. one.
0: Well, good morning once again it's still morning we have about a minute before noon and we're very grateful and thankful for all the calls that we've received today here at WCNO and let me remind you this is WCNO Palm City well we're continuing our efforts today to raise those funds that we need we were able to meet Ann's challenge and get that done today a thousand dollar matching funds challenge that was wonderful to have that come in we had another $500 matching funds challenge earlier in the day and we're going to be with you for about uh, a half an hour here we have another program coming up at the bottom of this hour turning point with dr. David Jeremiah Coming up at 1230 today, we will hear the program uh, today.